This is episode number 115 of the Fearless Presentations podcast, the fastest, easiest way to eliminate public speaking fear. Want to absolutely eliminate public speaking fear? This podcast is the answer. Here's the guy who literally wrote the book on Fearless Presentations, Doug Stannert. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Fearless Presentations podcast. I'm Doug Standard, CEO of the Leaders Institute and Fearless Presentations. And this is the podcast that helps people just like you reduce nervousness and become the type of speaker that you really want to be. This is episode number 115. And the title of the of this session anyway is Eliminate Public Speaking Fear in Three Easy Steps. Um, what we're going to do is take you through this step this three-step process that that we've pretty much mastered in the last 20 years, a lot of times folks will kind of come through our classes and they'll say, God, how, do you, how can you guarantee that people are going to reduce their public speaking fear? And the reason why we can is because we take people through this easy step-by-step process. You do this, you reduce public speaking fear. Hey, before I jump into the content of today's podcast, though, I want to do a, a, a listener shout out. I, I have, I've never done this before, but I thought it might be a good idea just to kind of go back and look at some of the things that folks have posted to the the iTunes reviews. And one of them that really stood out was from Greg Brady 99. And he, he posted this back in December and he said, he said, this podcast will, will give you speaking confidence. Uh, just so you know, the reason why I chose this is because when we actually set out, when I set out to create the podcast, I, I knew this was going to be a, a, a great way to accompany some of the things that we were doing in the, in the real world. Didn't realize how impactful this was going to be for folks that never get a chance to go through a class or anything like that. And that's one of the things that I, that I hear over and over again now is that folks will listen to the podcast, just start to apply some of these things and, and get real value out of it. So. This is what Greg wrote. He said, he said, this podcast has great tips that you can use today. He said, I often listen on my way to work and then I make an effort during the day to use what I learned that morning. The most important key to public speaking is confidence and Doug will help you gain that. He's friendly and funny and makes you think, Hey, I can do that. So I, I thought that was kind of cool. I mean, that's one of, I actually, when I first read that, I kind of teared up a little bit, I think, cause I am you, you guys that have been listening a while know I'm kind of a softy, but uh, I, it didn't make me feel real good. So thanks a lot, Greg. And, and for those of you, who have been listening and maybe you haven't subscribed or you haven't left a left us a comment, make sure and do that. I, I do read those things and and it is a great way for for me for you to get me feedback and help me improve and that kind of thing as well. So anyway, all right. So let's get on with today's podcast. So when folks ask me what I do for a living, I, I answer, well, you know, I help people eliminate public speaking fear. And, and it's always fun for me to kind of watch the looks on their faces when I when I say that. Inevitably, I'm gonna get, I'm typically going to get a response like, you do what? <laughs> or or how exactly do you do that? And the process is really simple. In fact, anyone can reduce public speaking fear if they just follow a real simple process. And over the last 20 years, our public speaking class instructors have, have perfected this three-step process, it, it, and it works every single time. So if you, if you really want to reduce public speaking fear, if you really want to get better at speaking in front of a group, then just kind of use this step-by-step process. works every single time. 
Uh, by the way, if you want details about the technical process that we use to reduce public speaking fear, if you go on to the uh, fearlesspresentations.com website and just type in public speaking fear, there, uh, we've got a really comprehensive blog post, and I'll, I'll link to it from the show notes. So if you end up on Fearless Presentations, type in the three-step process to reduce public speaking fear and, and end up on the show notes page, I'll put a link to it on, on that as well. But it goes into great detail. So if you want want more detail about how to how to how the the psychology psychology behind what we're doing and how it works, and that's a good place to start. But let's talk about the three ways to reduce nervousness. And so it's a it like I said, this three step process. The first step, the first thing that you want to do is you have to identify where that public speaking fear is coming from. Because if you know where that fear is coming from, you can mitigate the chances of the the fear appearing. And then the second thing that you want to do is once you kind of figure out where that fear is coming from, you want to mitigate, minimize or, or mitigate the risk of failure. So if you're if you're fearful of something, or if you're if you if there is a, is risk involved, if you can if you can look for ways to minimize that risk when that and when that situation occurs and it's going to help you gain confidence. And then finally, and this is really the most important one is you got to stack up a series of successes. When you practice the skill and you have a success, then your confidence is going to grow. So the faster that you can have a series of successes, the faster your confidence will grow. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, I, I mean, I talk about our public speaking classes a lot on, on the, the podcast, but the reason why is because it's, it's really a fast, easy way to reduce public speaking fear because you can stack up those successes in a very short period of time. So let's go through each one of these steps and, and I'll go into more detail about each one. So step number one is you want to identify ways where the public speaking fear has come from that is coming from. So fear or nervousness most often is going to come from situations where there is a risk of loss or a risk of danger. That's in anything that you do, anything that you are nervous of or fearful of that it, it's going to come from a risk of loss or less risk of, of failure. So the more dramatic the risk is, the more nervousness that you're going to experience during that process. And by the way, the nervousness is normal. In fact, we experience uh, it, it, we experience just about every time that we try something new. Anytime that we are in the process of discovering a new skill or learning a new skill, we're going to have that that risk of nervousness. For instance, the first time they ever drove a car, you were most likely nervous. You, in fact, you, you most likely you started out in a parking lot with cones. And however, after a few successes, your nervousness will have kind of decreased somewhat. So next, you likely started driving in a somewhat deserted neighborhood and then graduated to a busier street. And then finally, you likely, likely moved to a highway. At each of those new stages that you felt the nervousness again. So while you're in the cones and get really comfortable, eh, don't feel real nervousness at the at the end of that process. But then you get on the street and all of a sudden, oh, all of a sudden that nervousness jumps up again. So at at each of these new stages, you're going to feel that nervousness. And and by the time that you started driving on a busy highway, though, if you think back, driving in a parking lot was like second nature. It was easy. And, and the point is, is that the fear of public speaking is a natural part of the growing process and it lets you know how far you've come in the process. So uh, the, the analogy I like to use is public speaking fear is kind of like riding a roller coaster for the first time or going to a haunted house when you're a kid. Each of those situations is nerve wracking the first time that, that you do it. However, after you experience them a few times, you realize that the fear, although very real the first time, is often highly exaggerated. I, I, I'll tell you a funny story. I, I was when I was I've, 
probably was like nine or 10 years old. I was little, lived out in this really rural part of, of Arkansas where I grew up and the, there wasn't a whole lot of commerce. I mean, it was out in the country. So one, there was this, this old mansion. I thought of it as a mansion. It's an old farmhouse anyway, that, um, every October opened up as a, as a haunted house. And I remember what driving by that cause it was on the way to, to school and then back home. I remember driving by that every day, either when uh, when my mom was driving me to school or if I was riding the school bus or whatever, and I'd see that in October and I'd go, oh, wow, that would be really cool to go to a haunted house. That would be kind of neat, right? And I remember I, I talked my dad into doing it when I was like nine or 10 years old. And I remember standing out in the, uh, going up the stairs along the line to, to pay to get in and I could hear all the screaming and the sounds and everything. And I'm sitting, I'm terrified. It was torturous. And, I, and in fact, I... I told my dad, I was like, oh, I don't want to do this now. And and he was very supportive. And he said, hey, you know what? I mean, we can we can leave if you want to, but we've already paid to get in. You might as well do it. And in fact, there's nothing here that's going to hurt you. And uh, and I went through. And at the end of it, I was like, oh, okay, that was kind of weird. I, that was, I mean, you could tell. I could see that the people were wearing masks. It was people with masks and stuff like that. So it was, so after going through it, it wasn't terrifying at all. And and that's really kind of the the concept behind public speaking fear. A lot of times, as long as after you go through the process, you have what you perceive to be a success, then that nervousness that you feel in the big beginning becomes, you know, it, it seems highly exaggerated uh, once in hindsight, as you kind of look back over those situations. So let's skip to point number two, the, the second step. The second thing you want to do is you want to minimize the risk of failure. So once you know where that fear is coming from, you want to look for ways to minimize the risk when those situations occur. So in this step, you can start really small. For instance, if you typically don't speak up in a staff meeting, then just look for a way to voice an opinion in the next staff meeting. Um, or like another example might be... Um, you could you could run for office at, in a social club. Maybe you're a member of Rotary or Kiwanis or something like that, or the school booster club or your kid's school booster club or something like that. Something where you get a chance to to kind of speak a little bit more than what you normally would. Um, another good way to practice is to ask questions when other speakers do a presentation. So if you're in the audience, you know, speak up and, and ask a question every now and then. Each of these situations will allow you to speak in front of groups a little bit more, but each of them also has a, a relatively low risk of failure. So, I mean, if you, if you screw up a question <laughs> that you're asking to the, to the audience, nobody's going to remember that a minute and a half after it happens, or, you know, that they're, they're, those are things that, um, are, are quickly forgot. So there, there's a very low risk of failure in that. It's fairly easy to do. And the more that you do that, you, you'll, the more comfortable you're going to feel when you're put in those difficult situations. So as you have a, as a, a series of successes, by the way, which is what we'll get to in the next part, your confidence is going to grow. And in addition, as you speak more and more, you looking in, and you look for opportunities that are more challenging than the last. It, it helps you grow along the way. So just just like when we started driving in the parking lot, if we stay in the parking lot for the rest of our lives, you're not going to really accomplish a lot. <laughs> but if you you know once you once you do something a little bit more difficult and you have another success, then your confidence is is going to grow. So one of the reasons that um, that that public speaking classes in general, and you know obviously I'm I'm pretty biased about our own public speaking classes, but but just about any public speaking class, if the person who's leading it is a really good coach, works is that the reason why that happens is because 
um, the the instructors a lot of times will assign a fairly simple presentation at the beginning of the class and then coach the participants so that they have a series of successes. And then they also increase the difficulty a little bit at a time. So every time you're in a public speaking class and you and you get up and deliver a, a more difficult presentation than the last one, you have another success. You go, OK, that was the first one that I did was fairly easy. This one's a little easy, too. So basically it makes it to where as you as you do those sequentially more difficult presentations, it makes it easier for you to, to gain confidence along the way. And that's and it's it, like I said, it's a real step by step manner and it works works really well. And by the way, that allows that each one of the students to kind of grow in confidence with each one of those new presentations. So, um, so that's the first two things. You got to identify where that that nervousness is coming from, and and if you kind of identify what situations that you're putting yourself in where that nervousness is most dramatic, and then look for ways to mitigate that risk by practicing in other areas, then that's going to help you grow in confidence pretty dramatically. Um, the third one, and this is really the most important one, and this is why um, what we do on a, on a day-to-day basis with our clients and customers works really well, is that the is that you have to stack up a, a series of successes. So when you practice public speaking skills and have a success, then your confidence is going to grow. We talked about that a couple of seconds ago. But when you but when you have what you perceive to be a failure, though, then your then your nervousness is going to grow. Your confidence is actually going to shrink. So it's important to stack up a series of successes in a short period of time. That way, if something negative does happen, it doesn't destroy your confidence. That's what happens to a lot of people is that they'll get up and give a presentation and do okay, all right, great, that was easy. And then they'll get up and give another presentation. Okay, I did okay there. And then they get up a third presentation and some these things may be spaced six months apart or a year apart. And then all of a sudden they get up to do a presentation and because the stress involved is too dramatic or because somebody is in the room that is a higher level in the organization or whatever it is, it causes us to be incredibly nervous in that situation. And when that happens, all of a sudden, all of that confidence that we built up in those first two or three successes gets diminished in a very short period of time. So it's it's really critical if you want to gain confidence to stack up a series of of these successes in a in a compressed time period, and that's why um, classes work so well. That's why people who have been through uh, toasting clubs and that kind of thing for for a while, that's why they they um, will will um, praise the the um, the benefits of of those kind of things is because they've been able to stack up a series of those successes. So if something negative does happen, eh, it doesn't destroy their confidence. Um, by the way, the best way to to do this is to look for opportunities to speak where that we might have passed up in in the past. Um, if if those opportunities don't present themselves, then then you basically just have to make opportunities for yourself. Um, the this it's the analogy I like to use here is it's kind of like practicing in a sport. I mean if if a kid only does batting practice once a week it's hard to build up a lot of momentum. However, if the kid practices at home just a couple of extra times per week, then that kid's batting average is going to increase dramatically. And and when it does, his or her confidence is going to grow pretty dramatically as well. So the point is, is that you can't you can't gain confidence if you never get up to bat, right? So, um, it, so it, basically, that three step process is what we use over. I know it sounds really simple. It's not necessarily easy, but it is. It is simple. Um, it's it's um, a step by step process. Works every single time. It you 
totally cannot fail if you use this process to help you gain confidence in, in any skill set, but specifically in public speaking. So number one, figure out where that nervousness is coming from. Once you figure out where the nervousness is coming from, look for ways to mitigate the the potential for the the risk of, of failure in that situation. And then once you mitigate the risk of, of failure, then have a success and then go out and do it again and have another success and go out and do it again, have another success, go out and do it again, have another success. And after you do that over and over and over again, you're going to be pretty comfortable in, in front of a group. So it works every single time. So I would, I would encourage you to try that. By the way, if you're looking for a way to, to just eliminate your public speaking fear, I mean, I, I, like I said, I'm pretty biased about our public speaking classes, but, but look for a public speaking class somewhere near you and, and get a good good coach that can help you go through the process and they will speed up your learning curve dramatically. These are folks that the folks that are teaching these classes are folks that have done what you want to do. And so as a result, they can give you a few little tips, help you make some minor adjustments and really, um, you know, straighten out your swing, you know, to go back to the sports analogy. Works really, really well. Um, and by the way, if you want to attend one of our public speaking classes, make sure to go to fearlesspresentations.com. Just look up the uh, seminar schedule and you can find uh, we've got classes in like 30 different cities or around the country. Um, and we can take you through this step by step process pretty easily. So anyway, so thanks a lot for being a part of the Fearless Presentations podcast. We'll see you next week. And uh, may your your next speech be dramatic and awesome and fearless. Subscribe to this podcast for new public speaking secrets each week.